talking about the nine gifts of the Spirit. We've gone over the Word of Wisdom. If you didn't hear that one, it's it's good. You need to go back and listen to it. I take about 15 minutes, and I go over what the Word of Wisdom is. Uh, and we can. I, I don't want to take a lot of time and recap it, but I go through what the Word of Wisdom is um, and the what that gift is. And we're in the first three of the nine gifts. Uh, I wouldn't say the first three, but we're breaking down them three at a time uh, and, and into three categories, the power gifts, uh, the gifts that say something or the, uh, the inspirational gifts and then the revelation gifts and not in that, and not in any order there, but then there's three gifts within each of those three categories. And we're, we went through the word of wisdom today. We're going to go through the word of knowledge. Word of wisdom deals with things in the future to come, things that haven't passed. It's a, uh, things that haven't come to pass yet, things that will come to pass. And it's a glimpse into the supernatural uh, uh, awareness or revelation of God to where he gives you some insight into what's going to happen uh, and, and kind of reveals things to you. You know, Jesus operated in this. We, we, we talked about Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, how it talked about Jesus before Jesus was ever on the planet and what would happen to Jesus. That's not knowledge. That's wisdom, a word of wisdom about what's going to happen in the future. And so number two, I want to talk about today is the word of knowledge, the word of knowledge. So turn with me into first Corinthians chapter 12, uh, just to recap the scripture a little bit, uh, verse one, I've got it open in my, uh, on my new King James. I've got my King James here, but you can open to whatever translation fits you the best. Uh, what's the best translation, Dylan, whatever one you have, that's the best one. Uh, first Corinthians chapter 12, one now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. That was Paul. He said, um, jump down to verse four. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And we're going to go into that. Oh, you know, you don't want to miss this part, this thing that we're talking about. This is a powerful, powerful, um, um, I don't want to call it a series, but devotionals or morning things, teachings, I guess we're going through is the gifts and ministries of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I think this is very missed today, um, especially in the younger generation, my age and younger, uh, they don't understand these things and, and the operations of the church, the operations of what God has set into into motion and things. But there's a, there's gifts of the spirit and we're not talking about the fruit of the spirit the, you know, I know there's nine of those, so it sounds similar, but we're not talking about the fruit of the spirit. We're talking about the nine gifts of the spirit. These are given to the church. Me, you, even the fivefold ministry, uh, these gifts are given to the church for the operation of the supernatural within today's society. Um, and then he, there's differences in ministries. There's gifts of ministry as well. And then there's diversities of the activities within the ministries, but it's the same God who works all in all. Verse seven, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. And for to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all of these things, distributing to each one, the spirit distributes to each one individually as he wills, not as you, not as you will but as he wills. And then of course we jump all the way down to verse uh, 31. Paul says, but earnestly desire the best gifts. And yet I show you a more excellent way. So Dylan, what is the best gift? What's the best of the nine gifts of the spirit? 
uh, in, uh, um, uh, we're reading out of 1 Corinthians 12. This isn't, these aren't just some doctrinal things, right? If you claim to be a Jesusite, <laughs> a follower of Jesus, this applies to you. The Bible is for not just for Christians. This Bible is for humanity for all humankind. And so if it's in the word of God, we believe it. We, this is our Bible from A to Z, from Genesis to Revelations, all the way to the maps. This is our doctrine. We believe the word of God. If it says it, we believe it. And so uh, these aren't some nine gifts that our particular church believes or our quote religion believes. No, these are doctrinal foundational scriptures that are in the Bible that we believe. Um, and so he's, uh, Paul says, earnestly desire the best gifts. Yeah, I show you a more excellent way. What's the best gift, Dylan? The best gift is what the gift you need in the moment that you need it. And, and these gifts aren't just for other people. Keep that in mind. These gifts can be for you. God can speak to you a word of knowledge about your situation uh, uh, and, and, and what's going on in your particular life. So these things aren't just so for the ministering of other people. It says for the profit of all. Well, are you an all? Of course. Well, am I an all? Yeah, of course. So these gifts can apply to you and to me in our own life. And they, it doesn't have to involve anybody else. So the gift of the, the well, almost lost my coffee there on the ground. The gift of the word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation of the knowledge of God. It is a supernatural revelation of the knowledge of God. God is omnipresent. He he's everywhere and 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 always in all places at all times. So he knows all things. You don't. You are not aware. Your spirit doesn't either. The Holy Spirit does, but our own spirit doesn't know everything at all times. So the word of knowledge is not a knowledge that you can obtain on your own ability. It's not a knowledge that you can possess by learning or educating. That's not what the word of knowledge is. If it said the nine gifts of the spirit and then it said knowledge by itself, uh, that probably means something different, but that's not with our, what our Bible says. The original text, King James, you know, there may be other translations that change the verbiage of it. The, uh, you might have the new living or the message translation, which really, really, uh, don't do a lot of the scripture justice. It helps you maybe understand some stories, maybe a little clearer so you can follow them easier. But when it comes to the original text, the original closest to the original King James explains it the best, but the new King James, the King James. It says the word of knowledge starts with the word of wisdom, word of knowledge. These are revelation gifts. They reveal something. And unlike the word of wisdom, which explains and reveals supernatural revelation from God about things to come in the future, the word of knowledge reveals things about things that pre have happened or are currently happening now. You know, it's a good way to say it would be it reveals things that you don't know. That's a great way to explain the word of knowledge. It re God's revelation reveals things to you that you don't know. How does that happen? You, you, you can't figure it out. You can't do it yourself. If you can, then it's not the gift of the spirit. Put it that way. If you can obtain the knowledge or information on your own, it's not the gift of the spirit. That this gift is given to man, and we're going to go through a couple of New Testament examples and then Old Testament examples that God used this word of knowledge in people. 
And so I uh, want to help you understand these things. So to break this down even easier, you've got nine total gifts. Then within those nine gifts, we can break up those nine gifts into three categories. Number one, we're going to break down the gifts of revelation, the revelation gifts, which would be the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits, which we're going to get into. Oh, not today. We won't have time to today. I mean, these things fly, these podcasts. Yeah, we definitely won't get into it today. But the word of uh, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the, the the discerning of spirits, these are revelation gifts, the gifts that reveal things to you. Dylan, why are you talking about this? You know, are, aren't there, this supposed to be a morning devotional? Well, here's the deal. Uh, I, and, and I feel like most people don't take the time to study unless they need to or are asked about something and then they go and look at it. This is my attempt of studying with you and other people and anybody that needs to study in the morning to re- to learn these things as you as you go through life. I want to I want to dissect the Bible. I want to go through the Bible and and learn everything that we can learn about the scriptures and understand what God has said to us so that we can apply it to our life. Whether it's f- whether the benefit is for our life or whether we apply it to our life for the benefit of somebody else, which is what ministry is. That's the benefit of another person with God using you to do so. And and God has qualifications in these things. Listen to me now. God has qualifications in these things. You know, I can't find scripture, and there may be scripture pertaining to it if you if you combine some different parts of the New Testament and whatever the case is, but I I I can't see where God only uses certain people to operate in these gifts. It doesn't, it's not what the case is. It says he, he gives the gifts as he wills for what he wants to do to profit all. So there's no determination where you can do it. The only thing that we see that is a, uh, um, I would say a qualifier to be able to operate in these gifts is is being filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to have the Holy Spirit with us and then earnestly desiring the best gifts, having an earnest uh, desire to have these things and not being ignorant of them. Not, you know, if you, how do you know that you're operating in it less you know what it is? It's like a car. You, it's not, you don't have to know what a type of car is to drive in the car, you know? So could you be operating in a gift of knowledge or the, the word of knowledge in not know it, not the gift of knowledge. Could you be operating in the word of knowledge and not, not know that you're operating in it? I have, I suppose that that could happen, but wouldn't you like to know that it's in operation so that God could get the glory? So when I start, when you start to think about that, it'd be hard for me to believe that God would give a gift of the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, the gift of faith, gifts of healings, he would have someone operate in these gifts without them knowing about it because he would get no glory for it. And that's not how our God operates. He would have to get the glory for it. And so if, so if ignorance was a qualifier, or I should say, if there were any qualifiers, I would imagine that knowledge of these things or, you know, understanding these things would be a big piece of it so that you know, when you're operating in it, that's a big part of it. So that's why I'm going through this is so that you can benefit from this and, and and enjoy these gifts that God has made available when he wills so that we can bring glory to God and then he'll begin to use you more in it. This is how ministries are birthed. This is how things happen within the body of Christ. God begins to use people 
And then, and, and don't go off on this tangent uh, and just think that you're going to go off on your own and operate in these gifts. That's not how God set this up. Let me remind you. Let me help you with these things. The Bible says there are diversities of the gifts, but it's the same spirit. So there's multiple gifts, but it's through one spirit. Then he said there are differences in ministries, many different ministries of these gifts, or in other words, uh, the uh, applying of these gifts, but it's one Lord, meaning there's one director over this. So you don't just get to go be a vagabond person and operate in the gifts and you're just this you're just so special. God's got this special little place for, I've heard, I've heard this goofy, goofy type of mindset from people. Well, God, you know, God loves me in a special way. No, he doesn't. You can't find a scripture. If, if you can show me a scripture, that's completely different, but you can't show me a scripture where God's got a special particular love for one, but he doesn't have it for somebody else. He, but the Bible says in John three that he loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loves me and you as his children. Does he have a special love for you? Yes. He has a special love for me too, though. You're not any more special than anybody else is. Neither are the, not, neither is the fivefold ministry. When it comes to the love of God for me and you, God loves us, but there's different administrations and there's different people in different places. It's like, it's as if you lined up everybody in one line. The Bible says we've all been called, but then the fivefold ministry gift has been called out of the ones called. So it's not that they're loved more, they're more special, but God's called certain people out of the bunch to administer and to, to make sure that things run the right way. God doesn't need 15 people taking account of, of different things and bringing it to him. We're going to get into that side of things. The minist the administrations, the ministries. I, I feel like I, this needs to be a bigger platform to teach this type of thing because I, I feel like it's so loose in the body of Christ. Uh, and I'm not condemning anybody. I'm not trying to demean anybody. But it, it when you're around... Uh, when you get around your pastor or your man of God, and then you see other ministries and the looseness and the, it's just, it's it, to me, I think it's dissatisfying to what our, who our God is. Uh, I think God has set these things up to operate the right way. So my point in all that and saying is God has set up ministries. He has set up diversities of the gifts, but it's all under one God. It's not different people. It's, or, you know, different spirits. It's all one spirit. God is the same in everything that he does. And he, he has order to what he does. It's not goofy. It's not, it's not random. And you don't just apply the gift when you're ready to, you don't just own the gift. And then when you feel like you want to use the gift, that's not how it works. He says, Bible says he gives to severally as he wills, as he wants to give it. So it's not as you choose to, to take it. So continuing on here, um, all one thing to remember, all of these gifts are supernatural. These aren't, these aren't gifts that you can work up, not something that you can conjure up on your own ability. So let me give you two examples and we'll be done. Um, it is the supernatural revelation of God's knowledge. That's what the word of knowledge is. It is the supernatural revelation of God's knowledge. There's no way you could have known it had not God given it to you. Here's an example in the Old Testament, and I'll give you an example in the New Testament. Old Testament would be 1 Samuel chapter 9, and I'm going to just paraphrase this for you. But this is a story about a man named Kish who lost his uh, donkeys, and the Bible uses a different word for it, but it's too early to start using language like that. But 1 first, first Samuel 9 uh, talks about uh, 
a man who lost his donkeys. His son goes out, looks for it. Long story, I'm paraphrasing the story. They go out and look for the donkeys. They can't find the donkeys. And then they have an idea, uh, him and his friend, hey, let's go see the prophet in town and let's ask him where it is. Let's find out where it is. Well, before when they get to town, before they even get to town, the prophet Samuel is there and God speaks to the prophet a word of knowledge. Hey, there's two boys on their way here. This isn't word of wisdom, not something that's going to happen. It's something that's currently happening that you would not know. It would be impossible for you to know other than God revealing it to you. That is a word of knowledge. Uh, God said to the prophet Samuel, let's just, let's just look at it real quick. Let's jump down to verse 15. Now the Lord told Samuel in his ear the day before Saul came saying tomorrow about this time, I will send a man from the land of Benjamin and you shall anoint him commander over my people that he may save my people from the land of Philistines for I've looked upon my people because their cry has come to me. So he's telling him that this man is coming. He's on that these that he's on his way. But then jump down to verse twenty. Here's another word of knowledge. He says, "But as for your donkey, now, so now the boy that they get there, right? Him and his friend, the, the Saul and his friend, they get there, and they're looking for the donkeys. They meet the prophet Samuel, and the prophet Samuel starts speaking to them." and prophesying to them. But then he says down in verse 20, he says, but as for your donkeys, now they haven't brought up the donkeys yet to him, but he says, as for your donkeys that were lost three days ago, don't be anxious about them for they have been found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? It is not on you and all of your father's house. He said, the donkeys have been found. So he, he's operating in this word of knowledge. Now, now in the new Testament, now we see Jesus operated in this. And one thing to point out too, uh, I know there's a lot going on here and uh, we're talking about the word of knowledge, but I want to point out one thing about Jesus. So it could be said, well, Jesus, did he just operate in these nine gifts at will? Did he just wake up and say, all right, I'm going to operate in this gift? No. Think about the the wedding feast. When Jesus was at the wedding with his mom and she said, hey, Jesus, we're out of wine. And Jesus said, Okay. Well, Jesus didn't just flippantly work in this gift that the, the working of miracles, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom that had to be given as a gift to him. He, here's how I know that the Bible tells us when we, we, we did, we went through these scriptures in a previous broadcast. So don't, don't look at me in that tone of voice. We went through the other, in the other devotional, read the scripture where Jesus laid aside his mighty weight and power came to earth through a woman in birth like normal. So he didn't have the power from heaven when he was birthed on the earth. He had to live 30 years. And and we know he didn't know all things all the time because the Bible says he grew in stature and knowledge. He learned. And if he was omnipresent, omni, uh, you know, he knew everything Then how could he grow in knowledge? So my point is Jesus had to be filled with the Holy spirit, just like we are. He had to, he had to operate as a man to prove to you and me that you can operate in this, in this world pure, and you can operate within the gifts that God makes available to us just like he can. And he proved that to us. But my point is this, Jesus operated in that gift. And then we have another story. Again, we don't have to turn there for time's sake, but the woman at the well, we see Jesus where he sat down with the woman at the well. Uh, this, and, and he's talking to her, asking her about the water of life. And she's talking about water. And then he says, Hey, go grab your husband. 
Uh, and it's kind of sounds facetious or sarcastic, but he says, Hey, go grab your husband. And she goes, well, uh, and he goes, I know you don't have a husband and the, or she said, he said, you've had four, four or four, I don't remember the number, but four or five husbands. And the one you're with now is not your husband. And she, so how could he have known that? And you can't say, well, it's Jesus. He knew that's not, that's not how this works. Jesus had to operate in these same operations that me and you do because he laid aside his great power. So he operated in that word of knowledge in that moment. Uh, God bestowed to him that gift and he operated in that gift. Oh Lord, we're out of time. But what a great, great teaching this is. Uh, you know, I think uh, uh, Paul had it right on the nose when he said, don't be ignorant of these things. Don't, it's a choice to be ignorant. Ignorance is a choice. I think it's funny that a big piece of the word ignorance is ignore because you have to ignore information to be ignorant. Ignorance is not dumb or unavailable or unattainable knowledge. It's ignorance is willful. It meaning you can change ignorance by gaining information and teaching. And so uh, this word of knowledge that get the word of wisdom that we've learned so far, these are revelation gifts. And a lot of times we see these operating in a prophet, the minister, the phone of the fivefold ministry offices of a prophet. Uh, and that prophet typically gains that uh, office by proving that he continually, he or she continually operates in the gifts that God makes available. The word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, gift of knowledge of prophecy, uh, gift of word of knowledge, uh, these are often what they operate in so that they operate in that fivefold ministry gift. Well, I know I'm giving a lot to you. It's super early and, and I hope maybe you need to go back and listen to this. I hope you retained a lot of it. I know it's a lot, but um, anyway, thank you guys so much for joining. I hope this blessed you this morning. Let me know. Give me some feedback. Uh, um, go to my website. Check out uh, my website and share it with some other people that uh, could use the uh, the salvation prayer to get some other people saved and uh, check out YouTube and Twitter, my Instagram, some other pages that I have available so you can see what we've got going on. And uh, again, I appreciate everybody that joins with me and they, they watch in the morning. Did I lose you? Did I lose you there? Uh, I hope I didn't, but I want to take a look at uh, uh, who's on the show here. But thank you guys so much for joining. Brother Randy, thanks for being on this morning. I really appreciate you, brother. Donnie, good to see you, my man. I love you, brother. Thanks for being on Claudette. Thank you so much for being on Claudette. Ruth, it's good to see you. Mom, I love you. Thank you for being on with me this morning. Petra, it's good to see you. Keith and Becky, I love you guys. Thanks for being on with me this morning and joining. Uh, Willie. I love you, buddy. Billy, I love you, man. Thanks for being on. Mandy, thanks for being on this morning. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Miss Connie, Mama Connie, I love you. Thank you so much for being on, guys. Uh, ben, Danielle, everybody that's on with me. Thank you, guys. Jackie, <coughs> excuse me, Jackie, thanks for being on this morning. Uh, and everybody, if I missed you, I apologize. But thank you so much for being on. And I love you guys. Be blessed today. Have a great, encouraging day. Stay strong in the Lord. And I'll talk to you next time. See you soon. Bye-bye.